Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Ted Wagner. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards over at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. Episode 156 of Switchcraft is brought to you by the NES Archive. Join me on my journey through every single NES game released in North America. I am going chronologically in order. I finished uh, doing the videos for every uh, launch game. Uh, The next set of games is going to be a bunch of Donkey Kong games. And uh, I am having a blast recording and researching these videos. So make sure that you head over to youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. Hit the subscribe button. Hit that little bell to give you a notification when I post a new video. And you will see the NES archive right there. It's so much fun researching these videos. And I hope you guys enjoy watching them. Nintendo Switchcraft is recorded live three times a week on Tuesday and Thursday at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get around to it. It is noon on Saturday right now, and we are going to be talking all about the Nintendo Direct, which happened on Thursday. I did my uh, pre-show for the Direct where I was making my predictions, and I was wrong about a few things. I was right about a few things, and we'll talk about that. And uh, then I did the live stream or the co-stream where I was reacting. And if you want to see the uh, co-stream where I react in real time to the things uh, from the Nintendo Direct, just go ahead and click on the link in the show notes as well. Um, I, I do remember like this was a really good direct. So there's a lot of good reactions in there. And then, um, if you want to join us live, speaking of live, make sure that you head on over to twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp, and you will be greeted by awesome people. People like Vaxer, Kodiak, Moonwolf, Zap, DC, Aerslia, Hopple, Link31254, Mikey, Be Playing, Ostrich Owen, Fisto, Pudding, The Real Big Neck, Tiny Grimes for the first time. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me for the live shows. It makes it a whole lot of fun, uh, but we have a lot to talk about today, so let's just jump right in to the wrap-up of the Nintendo Direct, which was on the 8th. What's it like to play the Nintendo Entertainment System? Okay, so the Nintendo Direct has happened. We have tons to talk about. Uh, I'm not going to be going in order. The order that I'm actually going to use is from the... um, I have a PDF of the press release that Nintendo released after the Direct was over. And I'm just going to go through their press release and talk about the things. uh, Like, I'll read what they say, and then I will... Uh, give my thoughts about it. So let's just jump right in. Uh, They did not pull any punches on this direct. I will tell you that right now. Um, So uh, starting right with the big, the big kahuna uh, super smash brothers working title, by the way, Uh, they say the super smash brothers series comes to Nintendo switch in 2018. 
The teaser trailer featured recognizable faces like Mario, Link, and the Inklings from the Splatoon series. Okay, so I have to say that the way that they unveiled this was just awesome. It was really, really cool. And if you watched it with me uh, where I did the co-stream, like... I the my reaction was just like when I realized what it was because it, well let's rewind a little bit um they had just finished talking about Splatoon 2 stuff and then they switched to like this white screen and you could see like some some ink getting splattered on the on the ground and it was very much like the original intro to Splatoon 1 on the Wii U their their original announcement of Splatoon 1 and I was like what in the heck are they doing in fact they even used the colors from Splatoon 1 this dark blue and the bright orange and uh, they had the models from Splatoon 1 as well the boy and girl squid kids or whatever they're called I can't remember or inklings I guess and you know they're fighting back and forth and the, the one thing that like I uh, some people were thinking, well, maybe it's Splatoon 3, and I they couldn't possibly be announcing Splatoon 3 after just announcing DLC for Splatoon 2, because those two things, those would compete with each other, and that would be a bad idea. So some people were thinking, well, maybe they're bringing Splatoon 1 over? Like, why would they do that? I couldn't think of a reason why they would do that. And the only thing I could think of is maybe they're making a Splatoon TV show or a Splatoon movie. I mean, Splatoon is absolutely huge. And so I would love to watch like a Splatoon movie or TV show. Well, the boy and the girl inkling are battling off and then the boy kind of makes it off into the distance. And of course, it's International Women's Day when this was announced. So, of course, they focus on uh, Girl Inkling, which is awesome because she's she's badass. And uh, the the music kind of dies down almost like somebody's putting your hands over your ears and you can't quite hear or maybe like you're underwater. Uh, the music dies down and it goes everything goes from white to, to black like there's no light at all. And then you see like this this orange um light turn on and the inkling girl turns and faces towards it and you see like this blurry ring of fire uh just kind of in her eye and then it comes into focus and that's when you realize it was the the super smash brothers logo and when i saw it my only reaction was just i i I remember i looked at the camera and i whispered it and i said wow because it was so cool like that was a great intro and then they showed, you know, Mario and Link, and we'll talk about that for a little bit. Um, but I'm not going to spend too much time because I've already talked about it for almost four minutes. Uh, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about Smash Brothers and why we don't know anything. That's why. Uh, what do we know? Well, we know that it's got some of the cast from previous Smash Brothers games, and we know that the Inklings are going to be added to it, uh, and we know it's coming out in 2018, and that's all that we know. Now, the question that a lot of people have been asking is, do we think that it is a new Smash Brothers, or is it a port of the uh, the most recent one, which was on both the 3DS and the Wii U. And I'm not going to talk about that too much. Uh, What I will say is that I don't care if it's one or the other. It really doesn't matter to me because a Smash game 
is it's a game about the moment to moment fighting. It's not about the story. And and I, yes, I know that some versions of the game have a story mode, but for the most part, it doesn't matter to me if it's new or if it's a port, because either way, I'm going to have fun with it. Now, I know that there are people out there who, if it's a port, they will be angry about that. And if you want to be mad, then go ahead and be mad. You're just going to ruin your day, you know? So uh, there's reasons on both sides why I think it could be a port and why it could be a new game. And if you want to know, like, my full thoughts on this, I talked about it for almost 20 minutes, I think, and uh, I posted a YouTube video So click on the link in the show notes and check out that YouTube video about the reasons why it would be new or the reasons why it would be a port. And ultimately, uh, spoilers, I don't care. I'm going to buy it and I'm going to play it and it's going to be really, really fun. And uh, make sure that you add my friend code, which you can find if you join our Discord. Um, Add my friend code and uh, you know what? We can fight and you can beat the crap out of me. And uh, it'll you know it'll feel real good to beat the crap out of me for all those times when I've told you something and I was wrong about it. The first paid DLC is coming to Splatoon 2 this summer. Uh, Splatoon 2 Octo Expansion adds a hefty new single-player mode that lets players play as a new character, Agent 8, who is an Octoling. And if you guys don't know, the Octolings are traditionally the bad guys in the Splatoon universe. Uh, With Lost Memories, uh, the new single-player campaign features 80 missions as well as new stories that shed new light on beloved characters. Players that compete, uh, I'm sorry, players that complete the Octo expansion pack will unlock the ability to play as Octolings in multiplayer battles. While Splatoon 2 Octo expansion launches this summer, you can pre-purchase the DLC starting today, well actually before now, in the eShop to immediately receive Octo-themed in-game gear to use in battle right away. The full version of the game is required to use DLC. Okay, so this looked really cool, and really, I was I was pretty confused as to what they were showing. So they they showed like this uh, female octoling walking through a subway, and I don't know if you guys noticed it or not, but like on the sides of the subway cars, there was like it, it very much reminded me of like a zombie bloody hand like scraping on uh on the glass and leaving behind like that kind of print and you could see that except instead of blood it was ink obviously and it was black and like somebody like there was some kind of battle outside of this um of this subway car and if you just look around everything looks like there was some kind of horrible thing that has happened and that kind of gets me interested now When I played Splatoon 1, uh, I played the single-player campaign, and I beat it, and that final fight in that game is one of the best boss battles that I have ever played in a video game. It's so good that I immediately 
went and beat the game again so that I could play that boss battle again. It was so good. Like, it was really fun. The music was awesome, uh, really challenging and, and exceedingly fun. And my son really enjoyed it too. Like, he ended up beating the game as well and really enjoyed that last boss battle. Like, the boss battle went on for a really long time and it had different stages and there were different things to learn when you were playing it. It was just great. And I was really excited to play the single player stuff in Splatoon 2, but I never did. Like I played a little bit of it and there were things in it that really kind of turned me away. And it's even stuff that was in the first game, stuff like where you have to find the the entrance to the to the to the place, um, to the level, and it's invisible and you have to hit it with ink in order to see it. That really annoyed me because I just wanted to go from this level to the next level and not have to do this weird I don't know, like Snape hunt, snipe hunt. What's the word? I can't remember. Uh, um, goose chase, wild goose chase, this weird wild goose chase. I didn't want to do that. And it really pulled me away from playing the game. And then I went in and just played multiplayer, multiplayer, multiplayer. And I really haven't touched the single player since the game came out. And I think I probably only did one or two levels. And that's a shame because from what I've heard, it's fantastic. I know that um, Kodiak Moonwolf uh, loved, uh, he, he's one of the mods in my Twitch channel. And he's also a mod on uh, on our Discord. And, and he loved the Splatoon 2 um, the boss fights and stuff. He he loved it. He, he was talking about it a lot and telling me that I should check it out and I just never got around to it. This might make me. Um, so it, once I finish other things, I've got too many things to play right now, of course, but uh, I really think that this is great. Now, I know that a lot of you are, are a little concerned because up until now, they've been giving us all of this stuff for free in Splatoon 2. What does this mean for multiplayer? Does it mean that... Uh, from here on out, things are going to cost us money in order. Is that going to divide the community so that some people have some maps and some people don't? Some people can get some guns and some people can't. That's not going to happen. And that's because in addition to the um, the DLC, there's also going to be a, uh, a, a update to the version 3.0. So that comes in April, and it says Splatoon 2 is getting a major free update, version 3.0, which contains 100-plus new pieces of gear, more stages rolling out throughout spring, uh, Piranha Pit, Camp Triggerfish, uh, Wahoo World, and new Rank X. Rank X is the extreme rank even higher than S+. So if you're like really, really good at the game, now you have a new goal to set. And that stuff is all coming for free. So the multiplayer, st the, the multiplayer updates that we're getting, all of that is going to be free. And that means that everybody is at the same baseline. But in order to make some more money from their game, which they absolutely should if they can, they're going to be selling us DLC for the single player. And I think that this is a brilliant uh, business move. It's good for them. It's good for re people who really, really like the single player stuff. And it's good for the consumer because we still get all of the multiplayer stuff for free. Now, I know that there's some people out there who probably don't like the single player at all. And they want to play as an Octoling. Well... Sorry, it's just a cosmetic thing and it really doesn't matter. But if that's what you want, then you're going to have to get the DLC. And I understand why some people would be unhappy about that, but I'm not one of them.
So the next thing is what I thought was going to be the big deal for the uh, for the direct, and that's Mario Tennis Aces. Um, this is the game that I was most excited for when it was revealed at the. I think it was the Nintendo Direct Mini that we had uh, in January, I believe. Uh, let's read the 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 blurb from Nintendo. Uh, they say, "Unleash, unleash." Unleash an arsenal of shots and strategies in this all-out tennis battles with friends, families, and fan-favorite Mushroom Kingdom characters with up to four-player local uh, and online multiplayer. And a story mode that even includes creative boss battles. Mario Tennis Aces is one of the most robust Mario sports games yet. Okay, I'm going to stop reading there for a second. Um... Watching the in the uh, oh, what's the word that I want to look for here? Watching the I'm thinking I'm trying to I don't want dead air, but I can't think while I talk at the same time. Watching the demonstration. There we go. Watching the demonstration of this game was really, really eye opening. Like I would have been happy if it was just Mario and regular tennis, but they really have added depth to the game. Um, They have these power moves, which you can build by keeping the volley going. So as you're playing against somebody else, you both kind of build this volley up the longer that you keep the ball in the air for, basically, or keep the ball in play for, I guess is the better way to say it. And uh, the longer you do that, the more your 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 meter builds up. However, there's other ways to build the meter as well. You have like these trick shots where they showed a, an example where Mario like does kind of like a couple flips and he lands in exactly the right spot and then hits the ball uh, back across the net. And doing trick shots will up your meter quite a bit. Now, what do you use this meter for? Well, you use it to do these placed shots. I can't remember what they're called off the top of my head. Uh, but basically what happens is you you um, get a, a, a targeting reticle and you point with, with motion controls at where it is that you want the shot to land. And then it, I, th- I think you have like a countdown timer for how long it's going to go. And now what I think would be best is to have that countdown timer be related to your um, your uh, your energy meter, and the longer that you use, the more energy gets depleted. So if you're really good, you can aim really quickly and uh, not use very much of your energy meter, meaning that you can do another one soon. But we don't know how exactly that works. It might just be depleted all at once when you use it, and then there's a set amount of time for you to target your shot. You also have these, uh, you can also use that um, special meter in order to move faster. And how that works is it actually slows down time in the game and it gives your character a chance to run across the court for an awesome save. And I think that that right there, like that, um, the slowing down shots or the precise aiming, uh, your trick shots, the fact that if you don't have your timing right when you swing your your uh, racket forward to hit the ball back across your racket takes damage and then eventually breaks i think all of these things together bring a lot of depth to what otherwise would be a pretty pedestrian if not fun game uh i think that mario tennis 
Uh, and by the way, you can play with all of that crazy stuff turned off and just play a regular tennis game so that somebody who's not really into video games could probably still enjoy it. And if they want, they can even swing the racket just like we did when we played uh, Wii Sports on our Wii. Um, so I think all of that stuff gives us a really deep game. And I'm I'm really, really hyped for Mario Tennis Aces. I think that it's going to be fantastic. And it, it launches on June 22nd. Uh, and I, I've already pre-ordered it. And I suggest you do too, because I'm going to be uh, hosting tournaments uh, out of my Discord. Uh, I'll be doing the tournaments, probably live streaming them here on Twitch as well. And um, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, and the Discord is runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. Uh, but we're going to have a lot of fun with Mario Tennis Aces. Now, I know some people are probably like, I don't know if I am ready for a tennis game. I'm not sure if that's the kind of game that I am interested in or want to play. And good news for you, there is going to be a Mario Tennis's I'm sorry, Mario Tennis Aces pre-launch online tournament. So uh, we don't know when this is coming yet. That says for more details will be revealed in the future. But a free Mario Tennis Aces demo is coming soon. For a limited time, players can try out online tournaments, matches in the game before it launches. To participate, players just have to download the pre-launch online tournament in Nintendo eShop on Nintendo Switch. So if you are on the fence about the game, then make sure that you download it. But uh, I'll definitely be playing it. And I can't wait because Mario Tennis looks really, really good. I've never been somebody who's been interested in sports games, but I've always, always loved the Mario sports games because I don't care about simulation. I just want fun. And this looks like it's a whole lot of fun. Kirby is coming to Nintendo Switch for the first time next week. As players make their way through the robust adventure, they will reach Dream Palaces, where fan-favorite legacy characters can become Kirby's dream friends. Eventually, more dream friends will be added to the game through free updates. Uh, the first update hits on March 28th and will add Marks, Gooey, Rick, Kine, and Koo to the game. Uh, Kirby Star Allies launches on March 16th, and you can already check out the free demo on the eShop. I downloaded the demo, and I, I didn't play it multiplayer. I played it uh, single player, and uh, it was not fun for me. But you know what? Your mileage may vary, and if you haven't already checked out the demo, I think you should. That, that way you know whether or not it's a game that you are interested in. For me, I'm not interested in the Kirby games at all. Um, I'm glad that they offered a demo. It actually made me less likely to pick it up. However, I bet you my son would probably enjoy the game and he'll probably end up picking it up in the future or I'll end up picking it up for him in the future, one or the other. Um, but it's cool that the reason I'm talking about it is because uh, Nintendo is... Uh, doing what they have been doing all along. They are adding free content to a game after release. And that is something that we have seen a lot from them. They did it on all kinds of free content with Splatoon 1 on the Wii U. They mirrored that with Splatoon 2 on the Wii U. They did the same thing with ARMS on the... Or I'm sorry, Splatoon 2 on the Switch. They did the same thing with ARMS on the Switch. Um, even Mario Kart, which had paid DLC... 
also got free stuff like the 200 cc mode was something that we didn't have to pay for uh so i i just want to say thank you to nintendo for constantly giving free stuff to their to their uh to their players uh and extending the life of the game and of course it's a win-win scenario for them because if they can put out this stuff it probably doesn't cost them too much time in development to do this bonus content and if it's free then i'm much more likely i'm well i'm much less likely to trade in a game and keep it which means that there's less of those out in the um out in the wild less uh, trading games so that means most more people are going to have to pick up the game uh brand new which nintendo actually gets paid for that i'm going to go through a couple things real quick octopath traveler uh this is from square enix the game is coming out on july 13th they showed off two new characters Teresa the merchant and alfin the apothecary uh somebody pointed out on reddit earlier that the characters names spell out the word octopath which is kind of cool um i th- i am looking forward to this game it is a 2d hd game it you can't really explain i can't put into words how this game looks just download the demo and check it out because this game has a look to it which is just absolutely gorgeous but still reminiscent of old games at the same time it's amazing what square has done with the visuals of this game it just looks great and it's so creative in the way that it looks uh i will say this this is not a game for kids Okay, this is a game that is not aimed for kids. It might look like a game that's aimed for kids, but this game is very much and it has adult themes. So make sure that you are not letting the young ones play this game, because I remember playing the demo and I picked the dancer and the dancer was there were some not nice things that were said to her. And there were some not nice things that she had to do. So make sure that you don't let kids play that game. Uh, In addition to that, there's also going to be a a special edition bundle, which has a pop-up book, which looks really, really cool. A cloth map, uh, a CD. Who uses CDs anymore, for crying out loud? And then a replica coin based on the in-game currency. That's kind of cool. But my guess is that stuff is going to sell out quick so if you are interested in that um collector's edition make sure that you pre-order it as soon as it goes up um i'll try and keep an eye on it and let people know in the discord we've got a channel for things that are hard to find it's called now in stock uh so if I see it, I'll make sure that I drop a link in now in stock and other people can do the same thing. If you see something that we think is going to be rare or hard to find, just head to runjumpstomp.com slash discord and drop a link to it in the now in stock so that people are like, oh man, let's click it now. All right. So, um, Let's move on. We've also got Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, which originally launched on the Wii U, is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, This version has stuff from Super Mario Odyssey, which is really cool. Um, They also have multiplayer. One one character can move Toad around and the other can, like... uh, attack things that are near Toad to keep those things from bothering Toad. This is a game that I never played. 
Uh, my son asked for it and I kind of wanted it, but I didn't want it enough to plop down the money for it at the time, especially because, you know, I had a lot to play. So I just kind of passed on it and I really am, I kind of regret that I didn't play it or that I didn't, uh, yeah, I kind of regret that I never picked it up, but now I'm happy that I never picked it up because I get to experience it, uh, for the first time on the switch. And this is one of the things that I was right about on the on my uh, prediction show was I said that I, I think that, you know, if we look back at what Mr. Uh, Mr. Iwata said years ago when they announced the NX, they said that they were working on streamlining their development teams so they could share assets between different uh, hardware platforms. And we're starting to see, I'm not starting to, we're continuing to see the results of that because Treasure Tracker is also going to be available on the 3DS, uh, which is cool. It has 3D visuals, it has touch screen controls, and it also launches on July 13th. Um, also in July is Crash Bandicoot uh Insane Trilogy. It con- contains the first three Crash Bandicoot games. So this is really weird. When I was a kid, I specifically remember, you know, Sega's advertisement saying that Sega does what Nintendo don't. Uh, Nintendo was fighting back against them. Or actually, Nintendo almost, I felt like they were just covering their ears and closing their eyes and saying, you know, none of thing else exists. We'll just do our own thing. Sega was attacking them because they were the big kahuna. And then along came PlayStation and Crash Bandicoot had to join the mascot wars, the the wars between Mario and Sonic. And then Crash joined in. And I remember the advertisement where Crash Bandicoot is holding up a, a bullhorn and yelling at the headquarters of Nintendo. And that was just funny to me. I always thought it was kind of funny. I never played a Crash Bandicoot game. I know that there are people who love these games. I'm not really interested in it, but Crash Bandicoot comes to the Switch on July 10th. So now we have a system where you can not only play a Mario game, but a Sonic game, and now a Crash Bandicoot game all on the same system. That's pretty surprising. And that looks like a pretty expensive July if you're the kind of person who wants to get all those things. So some people refer to this game as a Zelda game that's not a Zelda game, and that's called Akamai or Okami, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Um, they Nintendo says the gorgeous and ethereal remake of the classic action adventure game Okami is coming to Nintendo Switch. In the Nintendo Switch version of the game, players can touch the screen in handheld mode or use the Joy-Con motion controls in tabletop or TV mode to control the celestial brush, brush to defeat enemies and solve puzzles. Uh, Okami HD launches in Nintendo eShop uh, this summer. We don't know exactly when. Uh, this is a really cool game as far as art style. I think the art style was fantastic looking. I never played it though, so it's definitely something that's on my radar, and I'm de- I'm going to try and check it out. Uh, another that was from Capcom, by the way. Another third party game that's coming to the Switch is South Park: The Fractured But Whole, uh, the funniest title of a game ever. Uh, the South Park game is back in an in, in outrageously offensive superhero RPG adventure, and with Nintendo Switch, players can now drop into South Park at any time, anywhere. In addition to the main game, all of the game's add-on content will be available for purchase. 
Uh, that game comes out on April 24th, and this disappointed me because I really expected them, maybe not a bundle that has both games, but at least have the first game on the system as well so that people can access that one. Because from what I hear, the first one is much better than the second one. Uh, that's the stick of truth. Um now, I have played a little bit of the Stick of Truth, but not very much. I just haven't had time. Uh, Bravd in chat says he's replaying Stick of Truth to get into the South Park state of mind. Uh, Yung Mushu says, I started Fractured on PS4. It's fun so far. Uh, and yeah, Vaxer says, remember, that is also a game that is very much not for kids. And I know a lot of people were like, oh my God, a South Park game on a Nintendo platform. But there was a South Park game on the Nintendo 64. Now, I was actually talking to, I believe it was Door-to-Door Geek. He had posted something in the comments on one of my YouTube videos. And uh, he he said South Park on a, on, an N, or on a Nintendo platform. And I said, well, it was on N64 before. And he said, yeah, I had that. It was very much uh, like washed. It was cleaned. So it was a lot less uh, racy or offensive. Um, that that being said, uh, if you like, um, what's the game that I would compare it to? Uh, Mario RPG, where you uh, do turn-based attacks, but you hit a button at the right time and it boosts your attack. That's the kind of game that South Park, uh, that the South Park RPGs, or at least the Stick of Truth was. I assume that Fractured is the same way. Um, but you know what? I think there's a lot of people that are excited for that. And it goes to show, it's not your dad's Nintendo. Uh, we also have Sushi Striker, The Way of the Sushido. Uh, this is a really, really cool looking puzzle game where you have to eat sushi and then stack up the plates of similar colors in order to send them across the screen to another player. Uh, it was originally announced for the 3DS at last year's E3. It's also coming to the Switch. Uh, the action puzzle game finds players devouring conveyor belt sushi, matching plates, and then throwing them to defeat enemies. The basics are simple, but the gameplay is deep and tasty. I had some sushi last night, actually. In the game's multiplayer mode, players can even complete locally or online against other players in intense ma- matches. Uh, sushi Striker uh, launches for both Nintendo Switch and Nintendo 3DS on June 8th. All right, so that is a bunch of third-party stuff. Now, we've got one more big third-party. Actually, we've got a couple more third-party games to go through. So the next one is huge, though. Dark Souls Remastered. We already knew that that was coming. Uh, the launch date is May 25th. Uh, it On that same day, there is an Amiibo figure, which is... Um, it's based on the Solari of Astora. It, I, I think that's a joke in the game, something that I don't understand because I've not played it, but a lot of people went nuts. And I have to say, I'm not super interested in Dark Souls because a game looks frustrating, but the Amiibo that they are releasing for it looks absolutely fantastic, like really, really well designed. And now I'm going to rage just a little bit because from what I hear... That Amiibo is, it is exclusive to GameStop. So screw you, Nintendo and GameStop. I hate that crap. Just sell it in every store so I can go to the store that I want to go to. I can't stand 
store exclusives that just ticks me off. And you know what? I'm holding up five fingers. You guys, you can tell me which one to point at them because I'm I'm ticked about that. I'm not going to buy it because of the exclusive nonsense. I would have bought it otherwise because it looks really, really cool, but I'm not going to support that not, that stuff because that ticks me off. Um, the, uh, if you tap the amiibo, it gives you the praise the sun gesture, which is like the two arms up in the air. Um, that's just, it still ticks me off that it's not, not there. Uh, now, uh, if you are not sure if Dark Souls is for you, Dark Souls Remastered is going to have a uh, downloadable demo that will allow us to try it out. It's They're calling it a network test, and uh, they'll say when that's going to happen uh, soon, but we don't know when yet. Uh, from Suda51, we've got Travis Strikes again. We've actually, now we have gameplay so we can see what this game looks like. Uh, this is, uh, I've never played one of the No More Heroes games and they, they star Travis Touchdown and I guess he gets sucked into video game systems and then has to fight bugs or something. I don't know anything about him. Uh, the gameplay looked really cool. It looked very, it looked like it varied quite a bit. So it wasn't the same thing over and over. Uh, like, I guess there was some racing stuff and there was some uh, swinging a sword around stuff. I'm probably going to pass on this, even though a lot of people say how great it is, but I've got so much stuff to play. Uh, they don't have a date for it, but that's okay. Uh, we've got dates for a lot of stuff. Uh, another third party, Little Nightmares. This game, when it came on the screen, I said, "Ooh, good God, that looks scary." This this game is going. This the game is called Little Nightmares. It's going to give me big nightmares. I don't know if I'm going to play this one. Um, it looks really, really, really scary. Uh, it does have Pac-Man amiibo uh, support. So, like, I guess you tap the amiibo and it gives you like a hat that looks like Pac-Man, kind of. It's really, really creepy. And I guess the, the way I would, the, the look of the game really captures uh, the essence of A Nightmare Before Christmas or like Tim Burton-esque stuff. Uh, really creepy looking. I'm going to pass on this probably, but if you like uh, scary games, then Little Nightmares looks pretty cool. All right, one last third-party game, I think. I've still got a lot of stuff to go through, and that is Undertale is coming to the Nintendo Switch. I haven't played it myself. My son loves, absolutely loves Undertale. Um, when I was watching him play it, it very much reminded me of Earthbound, so it looks like a game that I would probably enjoy, although I haven't played Earthbound either. Calm down, people. I'll get to it eventually. Uh, they didn't say when it's coming out, just that it is coming out. And I think that wraps up the third-party stuff. I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Uh, yeah, that's the end of the third-party stuff for the Switch. But there's still more. More to talk about. Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition has a launch date that is May 18th. This contains all of the stuff from both the Wii U version of the game and the 3DS version of the game all brought together into one package. Um, I've not played this game. I will probably pick it up, but I won't be picking it up at launch. I still have Fire Emblem Warriors back there that I have to finish, but I'm still working on Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and I'm working on reviews for games and stuff like that. It's, I've just got too much to play right now, and I can't get to it. Uh, so I probably won't be picking up Hyrule Warriors at launch, but I will say this. Every time I see anything from the game, it looks cool, and I kind of want to play it right now. Um 
if you have already picked it up for the Wii U and, and the 3DS or or the 3DS, or is it something that you guys are going to pick up again? Uh, let me know. Tweet at me at runjumpstomp or uh, runjumpstomp at gmail.com or call and leave a voicemail, 260-RUN-JUMP. Uh, it's up to you. Let me know. Uh, also from Nintendo, we've got uh, an, an arms tournament. This is for the U.S. and Canada. It's an, o- an open online tournament. Uh, players who want to show off their arms skill will be able to enter the arms U.S. and Canada online open tournament, which takes place in Nintendo Switch's ranked mode match uh, now through March 18th. So start playing right now. The top eight players in these preliminary rounds will have an opportunity to move on to the final rounds on March 31st. The finals will be streamed live from Nintendo of America headquarters. Uh, if you want more information, go to arms.nintendo.com videos. Um, that sounds really cool. I like that Nintendo is uh, continuing to not support ARMS. They're not adding new characters. They're not adding new stages, but they're balancing the game and they're trying to get it to be the eSport that it should be. Uh, it, they flubbed the launch. They didn't launch it at the right time, I think, and that's why it didn't catch on. And that's too bad. Although, you know, hindsight being what it is, now that we know that Smash Brothers is coming out... Um, when would have been a better time? I don't know. I don't know when would have been a better time. I would have said this year would have been a better time to launch ARMS away from all of that Splatoon stuff and the Mario Kart stuff. But now that we know, you know what, maybe January would have been a great time to launch ARMS for the Nintendo Switch. It would have gotten a couple of months of hype. Uh, And you know what? I still say that it's a great fighting game. It's one of my favorite fighting games of all time. And if you've never had a chance to play arms well your chance is coming on march 31st there's going to be a global test punch which is basically a demo uh lets nintendo switch owners try out the select modes for free it'll be running for three days starting on march 31st all you have to do is download it from the um from the eShop. and this is really cool because arms came out like early last summer i believe And there's a lot of Switches that have been sold since then. There's a lot of people who have a Switch who never had a chance to try out ARMS because they didn't have a console at the time that would run it. So if you are one of those people, make sure you download this game. Don't sleep on it. Check it out because ARMS is really, really fun. And you can play both with buttons or with motion controls. And there are people who swear by both. Personally, I don't like the motion controls. I prefer the buttons. And I think the game is really, really fun. And I highly recommend it. All right, well, you guys have heard me talk about the 3DS multiple times and how I'm pretty much done with it. Well, we've got a few games that I want to mention. I'm going to do these real fast. WarioWare Gold. Comes out August 3rd. Why is this not on the Switch? For crying out loud, Nintendo. Um, Luigi's Mansion. Oh, man. This is upsetting to me. Uh, It's not that I don't want people to be able to play Luigi's Mansion. It's that the fact that they're bringing this out on the 3DS, that really, really limits the chances of GameCube Virtual Console on the Switch. You know what I'm saying? Because... I think if they launched this on the 3DS and they brought out a GameCube virtual console and sold it for $10 on the Switch, like the people who bought it for the 3DS would probably be mad. So 
I think this is this might be the first nail in the coffin for the rumors of GameCube virtual console titles on the Switch, although we still haven't heard anything about virtual console from Nintendo uh, yet. Uh, Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story plus Bowser's Junior Journey. This is a port from the original Nintendo DS game uh, with new stuff added, which is kind of cool. Uh, Dylan Dead Heat Breakers. Looks like some weird action versus racing game. Really weird. And then finally, Detective Pikachu uh, launches on March 23rd. And then the Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers marches is May 24th. Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story is launching in 2019. So Nintendo is supporting the 3DS through to 2019. And I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but the 3DS is seven years old this month. Seven years. That's pretty crazy. That's a really long life cycle for a uh, for a handheld system. Oh, man. So that is that is the Nintendo Direct. Man, so much news. All right. Let's hit one more thing and then we'll be out of here. <laughs> and the last thing that I want to talk about today is I have a preview up on my YouTube channel for Flint Hook for the Nintendo Switch. It's like the first 15 or so minutes of the game. I really enjoyed that first 15 minutes and I'm looking forward to playing the rest so I can review it. Um, so make sure that you click on the link in the show notes, head over to my YouTube channel and uh, watch that Flint Hook preview. That game's really good. I really had fun with that first 15 minutes. Now, uh, we'll see how, how it expands upon what I've already played, but I'm looking forward to it quite a bit. All right, let's wrap everything up. That's all the time that we have for today. If uh, there's a story that I missed or a topic that you want discussed, please let me know. Uh, you can email me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Call and leave a voicemail, 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. You can tweet at me at runjumpstomp. You can head over to the Discord, uh, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. And the Discord is not just there for typing things. It's also there for saying things. We got voice channels that I guarantee we're going to be using when we are playing against each other in Mario Tennis and Smash Brothers. So let's start using those voice channels now. There's a uh, a lot of fun that can be had when you're trash talking against your friends. Uh, if you are looking for ways to support my content, um, there's an easy, a very, very easy and free way that you can do it. If you tend to buy things on Amazon, then you can support my content by using my referral link. It doesn't cost you anything extra. The Whatever it is that you buy costs exactly the same. It doesn't even have to be video game related. You get your stuff and I get a kickback from Amazon and it really, really does help. Just click on the link in the show notes or, or you can go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you and click on that Amazon link before you shop and then make sure you bookmark that link so every time you go to Amazon, you're using that link. It really does help out. Secondly, another way to support the show if you use Amazon Prime, which I personally love, like we've had Amazon Prime for years and I am a big fan of it. But if you want to help out the show, uh, take your Amazon Prime account. And even if you don't have a Twitch account, make a Twitch account. And I know I'm asking you for multiple steps here. And then link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account. And then you can subscribe to my Twitch channel for free. It doesn't cost you anything. You're already paying for this uh, for Amazon Prime. And Amazon will send me a cut 
Uh, again, it doesn't cost anything. It's just one more benefit of having Amazon Prime, but it really does help out. Um, I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me. Thanks to chat for uh, sticking around and uh, listening to me blather on about um, uh, about Nintendo's uh, Nintendo Direct. I don't know how long today's episode is. My guess is it's pretty long, but we had a lot to cover. I'm out of here, and I will see you guys on Tuesday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.